welcome to Living in the Past. Uh, this is a podcast where we go through the 90s month by month. We are in our 1991 season and we are in the month of March. Not quite the Arcade Fire. Damn it. <laughs> I, I can see your brain ticking. Like, how... Where have I heard this before? Hang on, this sounds familiar. Uh, so that is uh, the sound of my uh, co-host Ben Ray. Hello. Um, and yeah, we, we're in the month of March. Um, Stop saying it like that. Lo- <laughs> loving this season so far and um, we've got some good stuff today. Uh, but first, before we talk about anything um, from back, back then, we talk about living in the now. So let's do living in the now. What are you living in the now? Um... Okay, so I did watch the new Coming to America. There's the what? a second. There's a second Coming to America. Since when? What? They've made that. <laughs> um, so it came out um, on Prime on Friday, and uh, okay, so this is like brand new. I was brand spanking okay, new, yeah. Right. Um, and there's been no media coverage for no, it at all, right? Been a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look. Um, it's got some flack, and it's got some. Um, good reviews too like i found it enjoyable like it's it's probably not that necessary but like um they bring like everyone back like everyone back that they could have um i think the only one they didn't get back was um i would have i would have loved some some sort of reference to um eric lasalle from er the soul glow the dickhead boyfriend from the first one i know the name for some reason but i can't picture his face he's the one um he's he's with lisa in in the first one and um all I can picture now is Noah Wiley. Sorry, I'm gone. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really uh, look. Give it a go um, if you really like the, the, the first one. Um, it's uh, it's it's a pretty pretty nice to watch. Um, and there is uh, No Landis um, directing it, which is always a good thing. Ooh. Oh, because he's bad. Well, look, I can't remember. There were certain certain things done on certain sets of certain Twilight Zone movies. And um, his his son's a piece of work. Um, but we also, <laughs> <laughs> I've also, uh, I was saying off mic, um, in watching some research for 1991, some movies, I, I reckon in this week I've watched two that are definitely going to be in my top five list at the end of the year. So, and I'm going to close that list now because you nearly saw it. Definitely, like, is it? Definitely. Okay. One that I, I'd never seen before and it surprised me how much I liked it. Okay. Are they coming up in months that you'll have to yep. mention them those before the Yep, I won't let I won't I'm not gonna let you know. But yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just uh oh, this would be fun. So in nineteen ninety I found it really hard to whittle it down, but this time and like as I'm watching movies I'm like, that could be a contender. That could be a contender. I hope we do like on? a if we do a Oh, it's the end of the year we'll do a review of favourite <laughs> movies and you just have like ten number ones. <laughs> <laughs> like you did last season. Yeah, I like to cheat. What else have you been uh, watching? I, uh, last last night, we watched the film Moxie. Oh, I want to see that. It was very good. Yeah? Um, Amy Poehler director. Yeah, yeah, I've got a soft spot for Amy Poehler. I don't know why people seem to hate her so much. Mm. Like, we checked reviews while watching it. It's like, why are people so mean to this film? Um, I don't know. Like, um, I, I saw something about... Um, because they recently hosted the Golden Globes, and um, uh, a, a lot of people have an opinion on Tina Fey as well. Like they don't yeah. seem to like her. Um, I know they've done. They're not bad people, but I know they've. Uh, there's been some. 
Yeah, there's been some like some Ske- call outs, some of, touchy like, jokes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like I think a lot of comedians are coming back. Like chickens are coming home to roost. Um, I saw a really good. If you follow Sarah Silverman on um, Instagram, um, Paris Hilton called her out this week for um, stuff that she said on the 1990 or no 2007 awards show, and um, Sarah Silverman came out and, and owned it and said, "Look." this doesn't make me any better but like I feel like you know if, if you can see that I've like improved then like and she did it like yeah. you know if, it, if if some certain male comedians could could own it and, and, and be as humble as her I think I'm not saying she's any saint but like she, she definitely she's definitely not but she will put her hand up when you know she first discovers something she's done or someone calls her out yep. which isn't great you have to wait for someone to call you out before you apologise but mm. um, but speaking of diversity and calling things out this film was like almost five out of five. Ooh. There was Ooh. there was a trans actor character, yeah. which they only kind of touched on. Like it's not a big deal, and I don't know if that was a conscious choice to just kind of have it okay. in the background, not focus on it. There's a bit of a, a rape thing going on that they don't really go that deep into. Okay. So, so those two factors are a little bit like why didn't we touch more on this? But they cover so much ground of like feminism and smash the patriarchy kind of cool areas it was uh, I, was, it I was quite impressed i'm gonna watch it tonight yeah you I, should I, it's been good because oh the other thing i'll um, quickly i'll cover um we watched uh freaky with uh vince, oh, Vaughan. vince Vaughan one yeah, yeah. Uh, i i find it hard to watch him but um and i feel like his performance if there was no jumanji and jack black doing the same thing like where he has the <coughs> oh, the new like jumanjis a, yeah like um and like you know he plays like a a 16-year-old girl trapped in his body sort of yep. thing. It would have been 10 times funnier because it does feel like a pale imitation of that, but it's... it's uh, The kill scenes in that, my lord. So good. Oh. Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh. Yeah. Have you not seen it? No. Has I, your lady love seen that? No. I feel like we were supposed to and then we never got I around. I recommend. Do it. Definitely do it. Or have I just forgot? Do it. Do it. I, don't. <laughs> I just emperored you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I will. Uh, we're going to the events of 19, March 1991. All right. Uh, so even though we talked about in February 1991 that there was a ceasefire of the skirmish, <laughs> um, uh, the US still kind of kept attacking the Iraqi, Iraqi troops. Um, and Iraq, Iraq continues to bomb oil fields, and that will go on for like a couple of months now. It's sort of like those little things that happen at the tail ends of wars, just sort of like trying to drag it out a bit. Um, or like a laser skirmish where you know there's still there's just one person left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you keep on going because you paid for this. <laughs> yeah. So this was the month of the Rodney King beating in LA. Oh. So um, police officers caught um, uh, beating Rodney King after a traffic stop on on camera by a guy across the road um we'll hear more and more about this um because this is basically like the, the the prelude to the la riots uh but yeah um if you've ever seen this footage, uh, this footage was um shown a lot back in the day like i remember very distinctly seeing this footage and um it's it's still to this day because i've I just I recently watched a uh there was a couple there was a special on the riots and um yeah it's 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 horrific, uh, but yeah, it, basically that and that still resonates to this day. I think I think they they never really sort of healed from that, and and yeah. it's still happening. So it's not really a well, no, cause. no. Um, 
but yeah, so we'll, we'll get back into that. Um, uh, there's there's a lot more that you'll hear, um, unfortunately, um, and unfortunately, <laughs> a lot more we'll hear like the present day as well. So, um, moving on to uh, there was it was an awards season um, in Australia and America at that time. Oh, is this isn't Logies, is it? <laughs> Uh, Which one do you want me to do first? Do you want to do the Logies first or do you want to do the Oscars first? Why don't you like interchange them? Do (laughs) (laughs) all right, and we'll guess which is which. uh, The Logies um, were uh, hosted by Daryl Summers. Even the birds are angry at this. I know, yeah. Daryl Summers from the um, loathsome show of Hey Hey It's That Day. I hate him. I hate him I so know. much. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think he's very good. Um, so the winners were. Um, oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> no. Um, what? The gold. Lo- no, I said. I just. Who gives a shit with it? Like the Logies. I thought it, that was an actual like no, show no, or no. something. Um, so for our Australia. friends in America, and um, shout out to our friends in America. Like uh, we, we've been noticing that we're getting a bit more of an uptick. So thank you very much. Um, the Logies are our Emmys, basically. Uh, we, um, but they are a bit of a joke. They're, um, the, they the, fucking hate the Logies. Listen to them. <laughs> um, the voting is done through one of our, like, uh, TV week. Yeah. TV um, guide. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very democratic, I suppose. Um, mm. I don't think. <laughs> is it legit though? I don't I know don't... whether it actually means anything either, but like for this year, um, Steve Weizard got, our old mate Steve Weizard. Yeah. Um, from last year. Uh, most popular actor was Craig McLaughlin. Mm. Mm. What was his competition there? Come on. Google his name. Um, most popular, popular actress was Georgie Parker. Georgie. Still going. Yeah. Um, and then we also had most outstanding actress. This, this is the thing. It's like most popular, most outstanding. <laughs> there's, like, there's such weird categories. So... Most outstanding actress was Re- Rebecca Gibney, Gibney, and most outstanding actor was Michael Craig. He was in a show called GP. My mum watched that show religiously. It's just centered Ooh. around a medical practice in, like, I think Melbourne somewhere. She loved it. I hated that show. Uh, but yeah, the- any more buzzword awards that they handed out? <laughs> the most excellent, most bodacious. Says, <laughs> um, let's go on to. Uh, the the big ones though the Oscars were and your mate and our and my mate Ooh. one for your favorite KC. movie yeah KC won for best director and best picture for Dances with Wolves um, Jeremy Irons hook line sinker um, <laughs> his friend won um, best actor Kathy Bates foot crushing foot crushingly good <laughs> foot loose uh, and uh, sledgehammer free Joe Pesci best supporting oh. actor Home Alone? Yes. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg won for Best Supporting Actress. Wait, what was Pesci for? Goodfellas. Okay. Yeah. Better in Home Alone, but carry on. Um, Whoopi Goldberg won for Best Supporting Actress. And um, there's there one one thing that I, <laughs> I couldn't pass up. This probably could go on the music section, but... God damn, we'll do it right now. Uh-oh. Donnie Wahlberg, arrested for arson... <laughs> Mm. Got drunk partying with New Kids on the Block, poured vodka on a hotel carpet and set fire to it, and then he faced 20 years in prison and got a misdemeanor and then had to do public service drug videos. And I, he had to do public service videos about arson, and he, I can't find him anywhere. 
he set fire to his hotel carpet. Yep. And was using vodka. Using vodka and was potentially up for twenty years in prison. I think. Um, well, I don't know how. Like, I, I was trying to find out how much damage was made, but it, it was mostly focused on the fact that it was um it was Donny. How's that twenty year? I mean, obviously he didn't get it. He's probably never going to get it. But still, his brother think, crippled a man, and he's still like walking around the streets. I think you, you've got a you got a hard on for Marky Mark. No, it is as soft as you can get. Um, I think maybe, I have a hard on for justice. I think we. I think possibly he could have had some prize. I'm not sure. Maybe it's the maybe that's because they're both they were both like bad boys. Yeah, I don't know white bad boys though. Um, so yeah, um, mm. I cannot find the public service videos. I would love to see the one about arson. It's like, yo, don't set fire. <laughs> and his pants are halfway down his legs. I thought Donnie had his pants up. I don't know. Oh, they all do it. I don't oh, know. Shit. <laughs> um, so moving on to sports. Hmm. Welcome. <laughs> have you got anything that's actually, you know, not I have skating? actual sports. Awesome. And I'd like to think I took better notes this time. I'm not sure that I did because the sports weren't actually that good. Oh, really? Such a change from what well, usually it's March, is. like you're in the middle of the seasons, there's not a lot happening. Um, but the uh, All England Open Badminton Championships were on. <gasps> guess guess which how many they'd had. Six. That's taken too long. It's the 81st. Wow. Yeah. Badminton. So this is from 1910. We tried recently because um, I was at uh, my brother-in-law's place and he was trying to teach my boys badminton. It's a stupidly hard game. Like, it's really hard to hit that the shuttlecock. Yeah. It's good fun though when you get going. Uh, is it? I think so. I can't remember. I haven't done it since high school. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually know who won there. Don't judge me. No one really cares anyway. It's just... Interesting to point out. What's a badminton like? Sir Percival Mick. He's just making up names now. Just like that. Yeah, that sounds like a badminton. Randy name. McNabb. <laughs> um, the World Junior Curling Championships were in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, everyone loves curling. Um, there's a movie about that. There's a, there's a movie called Men with Brooms, and it's literally about curling. It's a documentary awesome. or an actual? No, so it's just a uh, Leslie Nielsen comedy. That sounds right. It's I love pretty, curling. Yeah. Um, Scotland won the uh, men's comp and Sweden won the women's comp. Oh, Canada not not showing. No. Um, also in the uh, adult version of the curling championships, which was held in uh, Winnipeg, okay. Scotland won again. Oh. And Norway took out the women's. Wow. Scotland men, uh, Norway women's. Scotland can curl. Mm-hmm. One thing they can do. <laughs> uh, the men's ice hockey championships were held in Finland. Nice. Who won? Uh, Sweden defeated Canada. Oh. And USSR defeated USA for third place. That's not the miracle one, is it? No, that was the 80 Olympics. Okay, cool. I believe. I assume whenever those two teams playing, it's just the miracle just, one. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell. Is <laughs> um, Kurt Russell there? <laughs> no. Uh, in Finland. What would Kurt Russell be doing in Finland? Oh, no, he gets around. Escapes from Finland. Did you see, did you see any of the Golden Globes? Recently. You know how Kate Hudson was in that awful Sia movie? Oh, uh, was she? Yeah. Um, so she was up for one, and Kurt and Goldie were there with him, just in the background. Aww. Just like, <laughs> nothing better to do. Like I, old think, parents. I think they're like um, quarantined together, so it's like they can't 
not be there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you thought that Sia was good, and now that movie's come out, and you realise that she's uh, I believe soiled uh, herself. Next time when Nita comes on, I'll be taken to task about that because I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, guys, Sia's pretty good." Yeah, we went to the same tape. <laughs> We're basically besties. I'm so sick of being proven wrong. <laughs> not proof. I mean, she did it. It's yeah. not your fault. Okay, cool. Um, and then just see her go make a really problematic film about autism. <laughs> God, why? Uh, and then just quickly, Sonics had three overtime losses. Uh, Leeds United uh, Have had they moved a, cities yet. <laughs> had a bad time. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, and sorry, Craig. Richmond only played one game this month, and they lost to St Kilda by twenty-five points. This is in their real shitty time, isn't it? Uh, all they had was shitty times for thirty-something years. Did I tell you about the time that? Um so, like, my dad's always been Crows. In 93, the Crows, like, I don't know. We went to Melbourne. They were in the finals. And this like, is AFL, by the this way. This is AFL, yeah. And I was like, like, we went over by bus. And it was just the most harrowing trip. Like, just... Your trying. dad took you to Melbourne to see a sports event. Yeah, my dad took me and my sister to the elimination final to see the Crows play Essendon. Had he spoken to you at this point? Did he know what you liked? No, he just he just <laughs> he just in the middle of the night just grabbed us and we went. <laughs> um, we can't like, bitch him when you're best no, no, friend. Back, back in those days, I was I was into sports. Um, and then like that that was a game that they were up by like about fifty points at half time, Ooh. and they lost. Ooh. And I remember just being so disillusioned and like sad by it. That I think I was just like. Fuck football. Definitely fuck the crows. I'm out. Adelaide silly nannies. Um, and so in the like in the preceding years, no, preceding the years after that, um, <laughs> he uh, he would take me to games every so often, and we went to a, uh, a a Richmond one, and my school uh, football club or like the, the football team for the school that I was like, I was going to. Had the exact same like black with a yellow sash. Nice. So I wore that. Oh. With him going to the Crows match as like this ridiculously stupid act of defiance, um, and Richmond won that yeah. game, I believe. And um, we're walking out, and like, I think Dad was like walking a few paces ahead of me, just like, oh, you know, it could be anyone, son. <laughs> <laughs> And he knows that I can't outrun him. So hoping to look back and you won't be there. Yeah. He's like, oh okay. Oh. Um so yeah. So Sorry, like, honey, we lost Paul in the crowd. So there was a <laughs> We've gone. got three others. Sorry, we lost him. Um so yeah, there was there was one time where like I might not have been a Richmond fan, but like they helped me in my act of like defiance. So yeah. Your pre teenage angst. Yeah. It's like I don't want to go for the crow's dad, I'm gonna go for the tigers. I can imagine him giving you quite a look when you were Came out of your bedroom wearing that. It haunts me. And going on to movies. So, movies for the month of March 1991. Um, we've got The Doors, The Hard Way, New Jack City, Class Action, Guilty by Suspicion, If Looks Could Kill, True Colors, Defending Your Life, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, and Career Opportunities. Quite a, a diverse bunch. Um, I got to see. Like, I was trying to. Uh, there's. I'm going to try at least one time this year to watch every single movie <laughs> that was released in a month. But it's just hard from start to finish. Or like you'll just you'll try and watch them. No, no. Like, and I, if I, it's shit, you'll turn it off. Well, no. Nah, I have to finish stuff. Um, I tried to watch Class Action, and it was just it was very. It's a Gene Hackman sort of courtroom thriller. Wasn't really into it. 
Um, Guilty Blood Suspicion I've seen ages ago, and it was like, it's not bad. Rob De Niro, being Rob De Niro. Um, the ones I did watch was I watched The Hard Way with uh, James Woods and Michael J. Fox. Is that like a buddy cop sort yeah, of? Yeah, it's like the proto buddy, top, buddy cop sort of thing. Like it's, it's, We watched it last night. Um, it holds up. James Woods is pretty hard to watch. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Michael J. It's really funny. I was thinking as I was watching it, because I used to be a, li- a, a bit of a fan of James Woods. Um, I probably used to watch this movie with the eye that James Woods was the one that I was watching because, but now I'm watching it like, oh, Michael J. Fox my hero now. Yeah. And it's like, it changes the perspective of the movie. I'm like, it's much, much, more, much more enjoyable being on the, on the, on the Fox side rather than the James Woods side. Uh, what did you see? What did you watch? Is that what you watched? I also, I wanted to give you a go, but I can go no, through mine. Let's um, finish up with you. I also uh, watched one of my favorite movies I watched so far. Um, it's called Defending Your Life. It's got uh, Albert Brooks in it. And he plays a guy who, um, at the start of the movie, he gets a new car and he gets a CD player in the car and he's listening to these new CDs in there. And like, I don't know whether it's like his joke on the audience, but he's going down like a freeway in, in LA um, busting out Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and it's like... Okay. It's really weird, and like he's got like all these like weird CDs in his car, and and, and he's busting out that. And is this all the film is? Just him driving around singing? No, no, it's just the start, and then okay. like, and then he 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 um, reaches down to grab something, and he crashes into a bus and dies, and he wakes up, oh. and he's in like what they call. Um, he doesn't wake up because he died. Well, no, he, he, well, he wakes up in um, like this sort of purgatory place, and he finds out that um, this is where you go when you die, and you have to. Um, uh, Rip Torns, I don't remember him. From, I do. Yeah. So he plays his like um, his defender. He's like he basically goes to this court and has to defend. Wait, Rip Torns the one from Men in Black, right? Yes. I went and mix that with Rip Taylor. No, he's not. He's not Rip Taylor. He's Rip Torn. Um, and he has to go to. Uh, he basically has to go to this court and he has to like defend his life. He meets um Meryl Streep, who recently died up there too, and they become they become sort of romantically romantically entangled, and it's um. Yeah, it's a good time. If you get a chance, I think you can only get it on Apple. It's very hard to get a hold of. But yeah, it was pleasantly surprised. And if you like Albert Brooks, it like makes it ten times. Easier. I like his voice. I don't know if I like him. He's good. He reminds me of like it reminds me of Woody Allen movies that don't have Woody Allen in it, which is you know, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> what did you watch? So you only had the two? We'll get to Turtles in a sec, but that's good. Okay. because uh, I was quite excited for a second. I watched three. Wow. Can I guess which ones? Go for it. Uh, I'm going to guess Career Opportunities. Mm-hmm. I bet you did. Uh, New Jack City. No. The Doors. I should have. Yes. Uh, which, and Turtles? Yeah. Okay. Let's do Turtles last. But um, how was Career Opportunities? Because I was going to give Terrible. it Terrible. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't like Frank Whaley. I like him. No. Okay. He's not likable. <laughs> uh He's not Ferris Bueller. John Hughes should have known better. They desperately wanted him to be, though. <laughs> yeah. I think he desperately wanted to be. Um, I don't want to say I was overly distracted by his eye, but it did sometimes distract me. <laughs> is it, uh, is it a bung? Is it a bung eye? He's just... Sometimes it went in the other direction. Okay, cool. Um, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just got distracted by it. And his terrible little Superman quiff. But they, those are cosmetic things. Um, he's not very good in it. It's not a very good film. It's a bit weird. You don't know if it's like 
that weird teen kids fun movie or is it like a little bit more serious like it doesn't seem to fit into a genre i don't know what i was supposed to be feeling when i watched it yeah and i did you laugh mm, no i don't okay. think so no it's not good no <laughs> it's not good from a comedy movie <laughs> oh is it a comedy movie i believe so yeah what i guess it's john hughes it's supposed to be tell me about the doors because i i want to but like i have and Billy Idol was on crutches. When we get to yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we get to um, December, like I'll be eating these words, but like because we're going to talk about a very long Oliver Stone film, but like the length of his films really turn me off of like watching him sometimes. Like I don't think I've got that much sort of time. Two hours twenty. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, yeah. It does go on a bit long because it's basically Morrison getting high, getting drunk, and having sex. Yeah, and that's like the majority whole movie. of the film. Yeah. yeah, like whereas I was saying earlier today, like nowadays autobiographical films, like they go a bit more in depth in like the person, their character, and their upbringing, and yeah. you get like a story. This is just like I'm drunk, having sex. Now I've got some drugs. I'm going to have sex with someone else. I'm being a dickhead on stage. And now this, like I don't know yeah. whether he's like a commendable. I don't think he was. I think he's a yeah, a bit of a piece of shit. Um, Laura told me a story uh, He allegedly shoved Janice Joplin's face into his crotch yeah. And she smashed him over the head with a bottle of Southern Comfort oh, Good on good on her yeah. That's also not a waste of anything Because Southern Comfort is fucking awful Yeah, um, Yeah. look, I I remember this film um, Did you ever do those things where you go to like a family get-together And then like after lunch Um like the younger kids to sort of like push outside to go play and not bother anyone. But the older yeah. kids like usually get to go into like a rec room and watch a movie. No. Well, we had that. <laughs> and um, they watched The Doors one day. Now, it must have been like on video, so it'll be a couple of years after this. And, I, and, and like I said, I was told like, you will not enter that room. Like, is there anything in if that movie that are like... How old would you have been? Well, what? 10? 11? There, I saw a lot of nipples. Okay. Um, what? Belkinless? <laughs> definitely. Yeah. A lot of his nipples. You see his bum a little bit. Mm. Um, Laura said, I missed some bush. Oh. And looked away at one point. Like Gavin Rosdale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swallow. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> That and there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of drinking. Yeah, I was like, I, was, I remember that. If I was you're like, under 16, you I can remember you being in my this. auntie's place and like being told, like, you will not enter that room. I'm like, why? And it just makes, that's actually one of the guys to see it more. So I'm like, you know, try to look in the window <laughs> the outside sort of thing. <laughs> um, it's, I was, it's not worth it, though. I was having this conversation with my wife um, last night when we were watching The Hard Way because like the... the the main antagonist in that is a guy called the Party Crasher who like is killing drug dealers and there's a scene where a drug dealer like um is selling like these little plastic packets of stuff. And I asked I was like, what did you think drugs were back when like you before you knew what drugs were? Like in movies, mm. like I just thought that there were like big packets of pills. Like you know, um in The Last Boy Scout where like Damon Wayans has like that big old packet of pills and it's oh, like yeah. I'm like this is like different types of Panadol. That seems okay. Yeah, that's and it's fine. like, and because I don't think I ever saw anything where like anything was snorted or or smoked or anything like that. So I was like, I just assumed that like <laughs> drugs were pretty much harder Panadol. <laughs> I guess I kind of are. Basically. <laughs> um, one more quick note on the doors. Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison, so good. Oh, look, I mean, he was amazing. That's I gave this three and a half mostly for him. 
I found a list of uh, people who are considered for the role. Oh, okay, cool. Hit me with it. Because um, apparently this movie was in the works for a long time, or like in discussion for a long time. Okay, cool. So we had Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, picture that. <laughs> a five foot Jim Morrison. <laughs> uh, John Travolta. Oh no. I don't know when, because obviously they're saying 20 years they've talked about this oh, film. Oh, no, you know what? At one point in his life. In his De Palma film, like in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, all right. After Blowout, yeah. All yeah. right, okay. Um, Ian Asprey from The Cult. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's done any films or not. Um, Bono. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved that. Just Bono being Jim Riders Morrison. of the Storms. <laughs> How, like, surely someone just met through that up in La, the air. La <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Johnny Depp? Yeah. I I'd, could kind of see it. I would but, guess that, yeah. But back then, I don't think he was good enough. Looking at the films he'd done around this time, he was too. His yeah, hands and yeah, he would have ruined it. Richard Gere, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> I was that instead of Pretty Woman. I think Pretty Woman came out like, "Hey, this guy's attractive. Women seem to like him. Let's put a huge wig on him and take his shirt off." Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Jim Morrison was like prematurely silver. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love this one. Oh no. Bill Paxton. Really? <laughs> you know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I no. want I want that. I know I can't have it now. RIP, but I would want the Bill Paxton. Another Morrison. one we can't have, but to me they must have just thrown him out there because he basically was the modern day. It's Michael Hutchinson. Oh or yeah. Michael Hutchins. Hutchins? Hutchins, Hutchins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, that fits. That he's tracks. Australia's Jim Morrison, and yeah. uh, saving best for last, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, you know what? Like, the more I see of him, I'm like, he would have been shit at it, but like, he would have. He really would have. He's a great person. Yeah, and he's done. He's good in some films. It's a, he couldn't. He couldn't do this. No. Um, that's awesome. Um, so just with the uh, the, the turtles. Yes. Uh, just getting onto that. So, did you notice that the entire um, Secret of the Ooze, they did not use their weapons? Oh, I didn't notice Studio that. Studio note. Make wow. it less violent. We want to make sure. Because apparently, like, people thought that the first one was a bit too dark. I mean, I'm like, preferred in that movie as dark as, like, anything but. I was saying that because, you know, I always have this complaint that in a trilogy, the second film's always a bit darker and a bit deeper. and This one's like... Yeah, complete opposite. This is for made for babies. Yeah. Um, and it really affected me that Corey Feldman didn't do a voice. Yeah, he got... He was like... Because he just got done for something. <sighs> what an idiot. Yeah, I think he just Selfish. got done for like some sort of crime. Because like, he did Lee... Donatello? Oh, yeah, Donatello, yeah. Yeah, yeah ruined. Um, and Raph was a different voice as well. That, that annoyed me. Yeah. Um, I watched it a couple of weeks ago and I've just got <laughs> you know, take notes and it's just one word and you think yeah. I'll be able to expand on that Yeah. so all I've got is pizza that's referring to the fact that they used um, Ernest Pizza the Ernest Pizza I've talked about that before they make a fat girl joke yeah Yeah. Oh, at the very start the pizza yeah. guy yeah. I'm going to dream about someone skinnier yeah oh, man, I'm going to dream about someone taller you little dickhead <laughs> um, oh the new April apparently yeah. they the other one Asked for too much, I think. I can't remember. Fair enough. 
Um, no Casey Jones. And it happens like it starts like days after the old one because I mean I'm talk- I'm assuming trash trick pickups like weekly in New York. So like mm. Shredder's been dumped like a few days after oh, right. the first yeah, movie yeah, goes yeah. down, and then they got these stupid weird flowers, and they got some, I don't know that that, and then they didn't get Rocky and Bebop because because um, you can't get a rhinoceros in the n- sewers no apparently they didn't think that they would be very um, I thought it was a rights thing but I think it was just more of a thing they wanted something that looked a bit cooler and it's like so they got a snapping turtle and a werewolf whatever the fuck that thing was yeah yeah um, not a great film uh, Tocca Tocca and Razor I think that's what they called so, oh um, yeah look I and I know there's a third one that I've never seen before, but uh, apparently Casey Jones is in the third one. Really, I can't be. I, yeah, this one's this one's very very fucking odd. Um, I'll be watching the, the third one. Yeah, uh, enjoy. I won't be. <laughs> no. um, also, um, one thing I just wanted to, to point out is that I'm pretty sure the opening shot going across the water and across a bridge is what Miramax used as their sign oh yeah that their looks, little intro it looks piece. exactly like that I'm like that's <laughs> that's the Miramax shot alright um, that was a big t- that was a big movie section yeah sorry about that <laughs> uh, movie on TV so we had um, I mean I wasn't a big Nickelodeon guy like I didn't have it until uh, we got Foxtel like sort of late 90s two years ago <laughs> um, so Clarissa explains it all uh, the only thing I liked about that is because the star, Melissa Joan Hart, I thought bore a, a striking resemblance to the ex-manager that we used to have at the video store. Yeah, I disagree. I don't know how you don't see that. Because I she see Tony ex- Collette. She looks exactly like nah, it. Nah, Tony Collette. Okay. Um, studs <laughs> um, was in America. Uh, that was a horrible show. Um, <laughs> it was basically like a dating show, but it had... Um, the douchiest guys you could ever find. It kind of made me feel worse that I thought, like, you know, that sort of shit came in with Jersey Shore and lots of stuff, but, like, no, no, there were douchebags back then that they put on TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Couch Potato aired on... So, Couch Potato was a show on... SBS? No, ABC. Uh, They were a show where... It was kind of like a wraparound show where... Um, they'd have like these little segments and stuff, and then they'd show the cartoons um, yeah. or the shows, and then like they'd cut back that. to Grant Pirro was the host. Don't uh, know who that is. I was on it. Oh, wow. Yep. I, in your bedroom with your VCR? No. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> I went to, because uh, when I was in primary school, one of our classmates' dads worked for the ABC, and they got our class to go on. And I met Grant Pirro, which was a big deal at the time for me because I liked wow. Grant Pirro. Um, he even called me. I had a New York Yankees cap on because <laughs> Billy Joel. Did it have a brim? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I literally wore it because I liked Billy Joel that much. Didn't know nothing know about the Yankees. Um, and he said, "Do you want to be a part of the?" Um, they were doing like some sort of obstacle course, and I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh." He's like, "Hey, New York, come over here." What do you want to do? Do you want to come and do the obstacle course? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, if that I wasn't like on, sports. that wasn't on, <laughs> it wasn't on camera. So in the, in the, I can, you can see me in the background. I remember my mum and dad taped it. I'm like, I'm going to be on Catch Potato. And it's me in the background just like, yay, people want me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. 
Just me looking at Grumpy really quickly. Um, so yeah, I, I nearly had a chance. I just knew, I knew I would like trip over. Or like, I'll be one of these guys that they play at the end of the year. It's like, remember when that kid in the New York Yankees top broke his neck on the obstacles? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, we also had, we were, oh, we talked about Logies. Um, Simpsons episodes was Bart's dog gets an F. Correct, the dog. <laughs> Pull the bloody chain. <laughs> um, and Old Money, which I thought was in the first season. Ah, uh, is that when they revamped the Old Folks Home? Yeah. 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 Uh, good episodes. I like the, um, yeah. yeah, I like the, because uh, that's the one, yeah, I remember... We had a dog at the time, and I'm like, I don't want to do that to a dog. <laughs> you know, uh, in the Dog Gets an F episode, there's a Boston Terry. <laughs> Just for all the Bosties out there. Bosties. Oh, my God. Uh, and with, <laughs> without further ado, just to close out our tele- television section, as we usually do, it is time for the Law and Order Minute. Oh, how did I forget? So if we don't know this, this is where uh, I attempt to summarize the Law and Order episodes of the famed TV show of NBC that happened in this month in one minute. And I try and create a cliffhanger by cutting you <laughs> off at the right time. Uh, I will... I, wait, I'll just I'll start my stopwatch when you start, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll do a countdown, okay? So three... Two, one. Okay, the first one was called the Secret Sheriffs, and that when um, that means uh, there was a uh, guy, a bunch of people who uh, killed a drug dealer, and um, they get this rich Texas lawyer that comes in, and for some reason he's from Texas and he's like a big deal, and like he's even got a hat at one point. It's very, very <laughs> weird. It's one of the worst episodes <laughs> of the entire seasons. Oh. Um, the next episode was called The Serpent's Tooth. Uh, rich husband and wife are murdered, but that could be any open to law and order. Um, they, uh, this time, all the evidence points to their sons. It's loosely based on the Menendez brothers' trial. Grieving Logan thinks it's uh, an open and shut case, but then who's that lurking in the shadows? It's, lo- it's the Russian mafia. Hello. Uh-oh. And um, it turns out that the old guy that was murdered were, uh, was in debt and things aren't what they seem. Um, the next uh, one, the last one for the month, was called The Troubles. Um, Law and Order takes on the IRA, <laughs> and it's pretty good. Um, for a network show, it gets pretty dark, too. Anthony Hill from Science of the Lands, which we talked about last episode, he does an awesome god, and uh, he's, he guest stars, and he also does a pretty good job as an, uh, as an Irish accent. We got some diplomatic immunity problems, we got some thoughts on terrorism, we got good performances all around. I only got to the end. Oh, so close. No cliffhanger this time. Oh, wait. You, that was the end? That was the end. Oh, was it? Oh, well, I, I had one more line, but I'm not going to say it. Oh. <laughs> I also gave you an extra two seconds because last time I cut you off two seconds early. <laughs> uh, good segment. Good yeah, segment. That's not bad. Um, so, leaving uh, TV land and going into music town, uh, here Ooh, we go. Smooth. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, for music, we had... Uh, let's do the let's do the, the charts first. Um, in Australia, it was still the London beat, I've Been Thinking About You, which is uh, not a great song. Um, but the <laughs> biggest one for the month was Do the Bartman was making the, uh, the rounds. Holds up. Nope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's also one called... 
Dimples D from Sucker D uh, Sucker DJ. It's what? It's really weird. I'll try and pull that one up for you. Um, in America, it was uh, all the man that I need by uh, Whitney Houston. Some by some day by Mariah Carey. One more try by Timmy T. And coming out of the dark by Gloria Estefan. All of which I have never heard when I was listening to him. I was like, man. Um, there are some pockets of the... Is that Dimples? It's, uh, it's, okay. no, it's no digital underground, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also got some music news. Uh, Janet, Jackson, Janet Jackson signed a $30 million deal with Virgin, the highest paid female recording artist in history at the time. And Michael Jackson signed a $1 billion deal with Sony. How disgusting is that? $1 billion. She's the highest paid woman. And that doesn't even... I'm assuming he's the highest paid man at that point. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. When you think about it, thinking about um, the albums that he releases from that deal, because there's one big one, but after that it kind of kind of goes downhill. Yeah. So I wonder how much of that, like, yeah. And uh, sadly, um, seven members of Reba McIntyre's band were killed in a plane crash. Um, was thus- Reba on a different plane, or were yeah, they she was on a different meter? plane? I think she was like had her own private um, uh, plane. Mm. Um, thus, you know. The nineties were truly, oh yeah, the golden age of plane crashes. No, that's not the term we're using. And uh, the Black Crows were kicked off the ZZ Top tour for insulting Miller Beer on stage because Miller Beer was uh, sponsoring the event. <laughs> Black Crows just were out to alienate people, huh? Yeah. Are they still getting played on the radio at this point? Do you know? Black Crows. They- oh, it's Counting Crows got kicked off the radio. Why they get count? Why they? I can't remember. There was something that's. One of those Crows bands did, and they just got blacklisted from being played on commercial radio. I don't think it was um, Counting Crows because they've not done anything to no one to hurt them. Um, <laughs> just black culture. What? Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, I think it was the Black Crows. Uh, but the releases, it's a pretty decent month. Um, let's do yeah. the biggest one first. Uh, obviously, we've got Out of Time by the Mighty R.E.M. Um, Mighty R.E.M.? I look you sound R- like a big fan. REM's a big. I'm a big REM fan. Um, this obviously had their biggest hit, probably ever. Losing my religion was on it. Also had um, shiny happy people, uh, which I used to hate that song. That and stand. Yeah. Um, but now I, I I love it. I love how I don't know if it's a common thing with REM songs, but I found quite often their upbeat tunes are quite sad. And their sad tunes are quite upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Everybody Hurts is kind of like a positive song. Yeah, and then but it's done really sad, yeah. Yeah, and I think Shiny Happy People's not really that happy. And there's also that um, The One I Love song. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's... it's Yeah, they, they do it well. I, I can't think that's, like, not Michael Stipe just like, oh, I just want to fuck with people. Yeah. Which, you know, he did, and did really well. Um, I will say that REM and you know being a big fan it sort of pains me to say this they do sort of um, fill out their albums a bit like oh, fillers yeah like there's there's some good stuff in here and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll listen to Out of Time quite a bit but um, 
you know, I, I tend to sort of go um, with with the exception of uh, the one that comes out after this. Um, Green, yeah, Monster no, no, document, the one with um, drive and automatic, automatic, yeah, automatic for the people, yeah. That one's fairly fairly flawless, but this one, yeah, that one's just start to finish, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this one's also, I mean, obviously really good. If you um, if, if you've never heard it, if you only listen to uh, "Lose My Religion," I'd, I'd you definitely should listen. Um, especially my, the, one of my favorite songs is the first song, radio song. It's awesome. Um, going on to we got "Throwing Muses," which I really enjoyed. Um, sh- I thought I knew them. I gave it a go. Like I felt like I've. I think I may have got confused with the album of "Throwing Copper." <laughs> but they were all right. I would yeah. I would give them a go here and there. The real Ramona was that album. Um, the Bodines. Um, I didn't try that one out. I the the song "Good Things," which is the first song on the album, is really good. Um, they're kind of like that sort of roots, rocky sort of band. We'll hear from them in a few years' time because they're the ones that do the theme song to um, "Party of Five. Ooh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sounds like a good time. Uh, this one I forgot came out. Just Bolton again. This is one of those songs that you love and you've heard a million times, but no one knows who it was by. It was by Mr. Big. Who? Um, Mr. Big. They yeah, are, I still don't know who that is. They're like a Sex hard the rock city? metal. This is the other song on the album. They're like a hard rock sort of cock rock band. But then they did sure this one song, like a- To Be With You. Because that song was like huge, like... Yeah, it was. Um, I can't yeah. remember what is it in Four Weddings and a Funeral or some one of those sort of um, rom coms. It's big yeah. in. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I sh- I know they've probably been used since, and that's maybe affected my perception of them. But I feel like they're just uh, TV commercial jingle. <laughs> you don't know, and there's like, oh, I should be like watching something about noodles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Big, the UK band. That's not the one I want. The American man. If you look at like a band comes to speak, like look at like it, you would not think the person, the the band that they're, they're doing it because they look like um, they look like Poison, like an aged version of Poison. Like they look like they do not rockers. sound like they should look like Poison. No, and it's like oh, no, they uh, sound like they should look like the Proclaimers. would. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not saying on here where they um. Oh, that's because Westlife did a version of it. Oh. That's probably why you think he is from a, yeah. Everyone remember remembers Westlife. Westlife. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some handsome Irish boys. Yep. That was probably what they used in a film, not the Mr. Big version. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, also coming out this, um, we had, uh, look, I was into punk rock a lot when I was like, uh teenager. I'm still into it now. Um I was a, really was a big fan of NoFX. Um, these days, I don't know. I listen to them, and they're they're hard to take. Bec- one because of what they said in like, did you hear about the the Vegas they, show? The Vegas they, show, yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of pissed me off a bit. Fat Mike's fairly hard to to like. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Other than the Vegas thing, when you try and look up Fat Mike and stories about him, there's so many. I don't know if I've already told you this. There's so many forums and articles where people are like he's a dick. I have no concrete facts or reasoning behind it, but he's kind of a dick. You can't pinpoint how and why, 
I he's think just he's, kind of a dick. But then again, I, I also heard that he's like really helpful to like new bands and stuff, and like you know, he has obviously they started Fat Records and did a lot of good stuff there. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know how to take it. <laughs> like yeah. having said that, um, the album they released in uh, no, in uh, March was uh, Ribbed. Um, when I was in a my first band, we used to play. I don't know seventy five percent of this album. Um, if you want to learn how to be like a really good guitarist, they were really good guitarists and bass players. Um, the Moran Brothers, L.A. Malachi Crunch, all good songs. We also had oh, we had this tying into the movie we were talking about before. Some ninja rap for you right there. Oh, I f- completely forgot about Vanilla Ice. Yep, he plays a big part of that movie. Was he? It's like the whole last tentpole scene of the movie is that one of his gigs. He's just kind of seeing a dance for a minute. It wasn't that big. Yeah, I cut you off. <laughs> um, I mean, the turtles are singing and dancing to it. Like it's it's basically like just an yeah. extended ad for Vanilla Ice. Yeah, it was very odd. Uh, we also had look. This is my. I love this song. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This is Bolton, isn't it? It's gonna no, be Bolton. it's not. Uh, well, no, we should also talk that um, I cannot believe that this came out in March of 1991. This should have been in the 1970s, I think. This is Bolton? No, this is Rod Stewart. Did this come out in 91, though, or is this like a remaster thing in 91? I don't know. I, I, I saw it to be like a... It got released in 1991. And this one, big one's like... Oh, man. Have I told you lately? This can't be 91. It's got released in 1991. We need to do some fact-checking on this. <laughs> this is actually good fact-checking music. <laughs> Alright, have I told you lately by... It's, okay. it's a Vagabond Heart is the album. Okay, it's a, yeah, it says 91. It's uh, recorded 1989, released... Okay, so maybe the single was released in 89. Oh, wait, this is Van Morrison. <laughs> this is why you fact check. <laughs> hey, it's come up at the top with Rod Stewart, and then you scroll down, and suddenly it's a. Uh, it's a. Rubble Wave, yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right. Well, shut This, this your song mouth. is uh, from 1944 originally. But, like, I don't know how. That, that seems to be like it's just been around forever. Like, it's just like the Rod well, Stewart the, version. The song has. The Rod Stewart version, though. So, yeah, big one. I mean, for us, it has, because we were just yeah, true. little bambinos. This is the one that, like, this is my favourite song of the entire month. The Bolton? No. <laughs> is this the rock set? Alright, gonna get the chorus. You and your fucking rock set. <laughs> Face. <laughs> Banger. No. <laughs> uh, no. Can I? I, just, I don't know what we do. Use That's the a microwaved banger. That's not. Not Taylor Dan Award. <laughs> Taylor Dan Award goes to rock set. For Fading Like a Flower from their Joyride record. Fuck wow. you, it's the best. It's a lean month. Nope. 
what, what, uh, what were your favorite music moments of March? Um, nothing really. I only I'd listened to REM, Jesus Lizard, and Throwing Muses. Obviously, REM, I, <laughs> I did enjoy. Um, but not like, like he said, it's it's a bit of filler on there. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. start. <laughs> I probably would have skipped some in the future if I listened to it again. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you think this is a banger. It's not even like probably in their top five best songs. What's it? What was it called? Sorry. Fading like a flower. Uh, Fading so that- like a flower. So if we go. It's their fifth most popular song on Spotify. Should be. Fifth. Hey, when you mine for gold. <laughs> um, anyway, my Carrie Always Scream Award. Yes. This month. Yes. Is going. No. To Scotland's curling efforts. <laughs> just, just sweeping the whole world with curling awards. Oh, good, yeah. good use of the terminology. You like that? Yeah, Because yeah. that's what they do, they sweep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna keep that going. Um, so if you want to, uh, it's the end of the episode. So if you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can email us at livingthepastpod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram. If you want to check out the movies that we're doing, uh, you can check me out on P. Lumsden on uh, Letterboxd. Uh, just search me up there. Do you have to close your eyes while you do if it? You want to this? <laughs> it's actually really distracting because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a boring song. Um, and then if you want to That's catch that banger and man, as well as many other bangers uh, you can check out our Spotify playlist Living the Past podcast uh, March 1991 and also check out the best of 1990 um, and I think that covers us that covers March yep we're done cool. uh, we will be back uh, on this Sunday with a very special uh, focus on Something that we both, uh, I don't know, very instrumental in both our lives. Um, So, until next time, we will uh, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) And we're good. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. <laughs>